Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're uh, this week going through what I think is just life-changing, life-changing wisdom. Now, I suppose that's redundant. You know, as you listen to this program and Sister Anne's program and others, whenever you read the Word of God and walk through it and just internalize it and ask the Holy Spirit for help, it's life-changing in its living Word. But I just feel like what we've been looking at in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul talking about the the truth that the cross of Jesus Christ is folly to the world, but it's the wisdom of God for salvation, the greatest power ever. So we've been talking about that all week. If you haven't been able to join us, I encourage you, Go to our website at RenewalMinistries.net. Uh, you can listen to the programs there. Uh, you can download them, put them on whatever device works for you. I always encourage people, download the Renewal Ministries app because you can listen to it anytime, night or day. My program's on pretty early in the morning. Only the early birds kind of can get up and have a routine. Some, it, it appears in different stations in different places in the country, but it's mostly on in the early morning. So, But if you have the Renewal Ministries app, you can listen to this program and many others at your leisure, you know what I mean? And then uh, if these if these messages are touching your heart, if you're experiencing the Holy Spirit moving you, strengthening you, convicting you, first of all, that's a good thing. Drink it in. But also, if it's helping you spread the, spread the good news, right? Encourage other people to tune into the program. Because friends, we're, we all feel it. We know there's an intensification of, of the eternal battle that's been going on the earth since Adam and Eve. It's intensifying. We're living through dramatic things like just a, a breathtakingly sad but and stunning apostasy. All kinds of baptized people around the world, especially the northern hemisphere, you know, just leaving the church and abandoning the church. And then the culture, the former Christian cultures becoming, it's like a, it's like a, a flip has happened from a cultures that affirmed the dignity and the way of life that, that, that set themselves up totally imperfect people for sure. But people who've been, their minds were touched by God and set up cultures and political systems that honored God in the ways of God. That's being turned on its head. And it's at its root, friends, it is demonic. Human beings are calling it light. Human beings are calling it freedom autonomy, right? And our only hope is to throw off all this religious baggage that presses in on us. And we're going to rely on our own wisdom now. We're not going to bend down. We're not going to bend the knee and bow down. We're going to stand up on our own, our own two feet. We're going to be the source and the definition of the meaning of life. We're going to be the ones who save the human race. We're going to get to other planets. We're going to decrease the population. We're going to kill more babies. We're going to do, we're going to do all kinds of things. We're going to, we're going to make it, we're going to form a, a one world political system that supposedly is going to be good for everybody. All the, all the stupid demonic lies that are there, we're buying them because human beings are proud because our minds are darkened. We prefer to rely on our own understanding than to be humble before God. That's the main battle that's going on. And Paul's revealing the source of it. And and I'm going to pick up today in verse 26, chapter 1. Paul says, 
For consider your call, brethren. Not many of you were wise according to the flesh. That's me. Like, you know, I'm not a great philosopher or, you know, I'm not from a, I'm just from a, a simple family, good family, had our own troubles and the rest, but good family, you know, from a small farming community in southern Minnesota. <laughs> we weren't wise according, you know, to the flesh and recognized for that. Not many of you are powerful, you know, part of that elite circle of powerful people in the world. Not many of you are noble of noble birth, right? We weren't through, uh, you know, blue bloods. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are. Another translation is, God chose what is low and despised in the world, even the things that are not to bring to nothing those who think they're something. For what reason? Verse 29. So that no man might boast in the presence of God. Another translation is no flesh. No man, no woman can boast in the presence of God. So the gospel, which is foolishness to the world, goes out. The preaching of the gospel, the living of the gospel. And just like at any point in history, in the last 2,000 years, it's happening again. The pride of who receives it? The humble, the broken, the meek and humble of heart. That's who. The proud, the independent, the arrogant. Oh, the pride of mind that's in our culture is so, it's devastating. And it's, it's everywhere. Think for a minute, just as I was putting these shows together, I, I thought for a minute about the, the children of Fatima. I thought about the whole Fatima reality. I mean, Fatima is, is pretty darn hard to deny, right? And the church says it was legitimate, right? Visitation from Our Lady. So, you know, First World War is about to begin. Communist Party is about to emerge. A political system that at its core denies the existence of the supernatural, of God, man's at the center of everything. God the Father and Jesus sends his mother, the Queen of Heaven, to come and warn the world about what's to come and to call a foolish world that's about to enter just a deadly, deadly war where hundreds of thousands of people are going to get killed. And what does God do? How does God do that? Did he go to the politicians of the world? You know, the big, the big powerful politicians of the world, the kings and the presidents and prime ministers of the world? Did he go to the rich? Did he go to the smartest scientists in the world? Who did he go to? First, what he did to precede Mary's coming, he sent the angel of Portugal. Now, the wise in this world don't believe any of this stuff, but that's to their own fault, you know, their own folly. He sends the angel of Portugal, you know, and the church has understood that God places 
angels over nations, just like we're given guardian angels. There's very, very powerful angels that are guardians over nations. And when human beings rebel, God draws back those angels and their protection and then spiritual forces that wise men don't even believe in, but they end up becoming seduced by. And their minds are darkened. The angels are drawn back. So the the angel of Portugal reveals itself to these, these little children, three little children, and said, God wants to speak to you, and he's going to send our lady, And but I need to prepare you, I need to teach you how to receive, essentially these are my words, this part, how to receive a revelation from God, how to receive wisdom from God, how to encounter God. He said, bow down on your knees and put your forehead on the ground and say, Father, I believe in you, I adore you, I hope in you, and I love you. I think it was, say, three times or four times. I think it was three times. And it, that image, and I've, I've done that myself just to follow these children, you know. And But the image of there's the posture of the human race right there. That posture is the hope of the human race. It's not the big shot meetings, you know, in Washington, D.C., and all the muddy class and the political class all come together and all their boasting and chest pounding. It's not the, you know, the reset geniuses of, you know, the whole globalist crowd. You know, we're going to fix the world. Isn't it interesting that even that you, you don't even mention God when those people meet? They don't even mention that nobody bends their knee. Everybody's certain. Everybody wants to be at the center. Everybody wants to be, you know, the, the, the one who gets to move the chess pieces on the, on the board and move whole nations in the direction they want them. And we're going to save it because we know what's good. That's the pride and God resists the proud. God gives the proud what they want, not the grace that would actually bring renewal, healing, revival. God resists the proud. Because the proud insist on what they want and their own definition of reality, their own concept of what all this means and how the human race can be saved. It's just total madness. That's the pride of mind. And God says he chooses what's foolish to shame the wise and to bring to nothing those who think they're something. Why? So that no man can boast in the presence of God. Does God need us to affirm him? No. Is God affected, you know, and damaged in some way by man's boasting? No. What do we know from Psalm 2 when man, you know, it says the kings of the earth set themselves against the Lord and against his anointed. That's what's happening right now. That same temptation. Remember, Cardinal Ratzinger, Pope Benedict XVI, said, this is one of the constant temptations of the human race to say, the kings of the earth, earth gather and they'd set themselves against the Lord and his anointed, against God's revelation, the biblical worldview. He said, let's throw off the chains, they say. Let's throw off his chains. What are his chains? His commandments, the commandments of God. 
really the way of life. They don't want to be controlled and inhibited. That's exactly what's going on now. Exactly. It's another moment in history when that's happening. But when men boast before God, it's it deserves what it gets. Eternal separation from God. The radical revelation of the holiness of God, which will just expose the idiocy and the wickedness of man's pride. God is going to let the world experience. The wars have already begun. You, did you read recently? You know, the, the, there's more and more battleships going toward Israel. The nations are shaking. And then people blame each other. What's going on? It's the pride of man. And God's judgments come on the nations against the wickedness of human pride. God lets man have what he wants to experience the results of it because he won't come back to God any other way. It's the best chance for the proud to be humbled. It's an amazing passage. One short line, verse 29, so that no flesh might boast before the presence of God. Friends, it's better to follow the children of Fatima and their disposition before God than to follow the geniuses that are in the world that act as if God doesn't exist. That's the way of the fool. And it's the way of destruction. Open our hearts to the wisdom of God is the only way. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.